Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Dan Technology. Hi, I titled this podcast today for the month of April is going to start tomorrow. So today I wanted to share with you that in my research, I find out today that April Fool Day is actually something that is celebrated throughout the world. I thought it was a joke or something made up. And everybody just caught on to, you know, to make fun of people or to have some fun things going on. I didn't know it was something that I nationally celebrated. That was a little tidbit. That's why I started title, titling, and it is the title of this podcast is Did You Know? But that's not the only reason I titled it. I want to share um, something that I use that is part of my whole being with you because this is the Easter season and Good Friday is coming. And what I'm talking about tomorrow is walk to work day. Just go ahead and do it and fun time too tomorrow. So you're doing two things. And of course, Good Friday is coming and then Sunday, Easter. So because it's for me a religion, religious holiday, and I'm a Christ disciple, so I wanted to talk about what does prayer mean to me, what do I use to stay positive? To the best of my knowledge, I do have baggage because I am human and some things get really overwhelming and I don't find my way out sometimes. Those days will still exist. But when my good intention with every being, every DNA part of me, I do my best to stay positive when circumstances seem very difficult. The reality is more than just my perception. The truth is what I choose to believe about what I perceive. But I use the eyes of my soul to see clearly through the lens of faith, regardless of what my physical eyes see or in the news or hear or read about. When the world around me gets increasingly negative, I stay calm because my faith allows me to see beyond the current circumstances. Although my instinct, like everyone, most people, I don't want to see everyone else, but most people, is to see negativity, but I quickly find something positive to focus on in every situation that I that I see, that I can. Uh, a dead end to one person and a situation is for me the beginning of a new opportunity for me to be creative. When I face obstacles, I immediately pray for peace of mind, to clarity, for direction, for a way out. My ability to have a positive attitude in times of crisis begins with my inner peace. So that's why I constantly go for that first. Prayer is more than just a last resort for me. You know, when I run out of options, I don't know what else to do. It's the first thing I do when I wake up throughout the day, when I get stuck, when I get overwhelmed, when the details, you know, like I've talked, if you've been listening to me, and I always mention about how detail is like the demon to me, especially when I get in that space, I literally stopped and pray for guidance and pray for helper in the mix of that overwhelmed feeling because it, it, I, I'll get headache and heart. It really have a physical impact on me when I get to that space where details feel like it's just being piled on top of me. So though, to the darkest of times, I find comfort in knowing that there's enough risk for me to face and work through whatever situation that I experienced. Most of the time, however, I can be positive in the midst of awful circumstances because I focus on the lesson that I need to learn rather than the current pain that I'm going through. I'm always thankful for the difficult moments in life because 
those are the ones that have me grow. Like this, this season of COVID, you know, who shed stadium light and education where there are a lot of barriers and ill is also the opportunity where I grow the most and I find my voice and I'm finding you guys. I'm creating a community where we support one another, not just in words, but in our action and what it is that we do and we focus on. So today I choose to be a voice of hope in this time we are facing in education by connecting with you all passionate educators and magnifying you, what you're doing. So I also continue to turn to prayers as my source to stand my ground and continue teaching. Even, even when sometimes I would just wish I could quit and never turn back, you know, because it gets so difficult sometimes and the decisions are being made about teaching, about the classroom just doesn't make sense to me by my leaders. So it, it really put me in a odds, you know, sometimes to figure that out. So I provided some self-reflection question for you that to use if you feel like it. I'm going to post this summary on the def- description of the podcast. So the, there's three reflection questions. Choose to use them. Choose to, you know, use them with other people to create a discussion if you have a group. Or you could answer them for yourself. So I'll read them for you. So what lesson can I learn from the situation I find myself in today? What is the role of prayer in adjusting my attitude? And three, how is perception a choice? What do I choose to see when I look at my life? Now, we know this in my prayer. Because I'm a Christ disciple, prayer is whatever it is that you do when you find a moment. So it, it's don't look at it only in the sense of religion. Of, of If that's what you choose to do too, that's fine. But I don't want those of you who not who disagree with the concept of religion to shine away from this message of accepting prayer as a it's a it's a form of meditation. You just sit and make a request of the universe and your inner being in a quiet space, and you believe that you will get it because we are connecting to the universe, the nation that is of abundance. So anything you have that's belong to you is already packaged with your name on it. All you do is, as often as you can, is just take a moment and pray to connect you to the abundance the universe has for you. Uh, this is almost the end of the podcast. You know, this is, like I said, the vacation week. I'm hoping that you guys are on uh, vacation somewhere or staycation at home, but you're just relaxing, in other words. So whatever you're doing, you know, the days are going faster. Where are we going to get back to our classroom for those of us that are on spring break? So I pray that you stay safe and you connect with the best part of you and the best part of the universe. You are a teacher. You are a leader. I love you. I thank you. I appreciate being in this position with you. Whenever you're doing, stay focused on what it is that you're learning. And after you learn it, make sure you can teach it. After you teach it, you have to be able to innovate it. And every chance you get, use your classroom as a social platform, use your classroom as a platform to make social change. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming and joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Then Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. And if this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. 
I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build our tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don'ts, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets of technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me end the endless suffering of classroom educators not feeling comfortable with technology or feeling overwhelmed and lost. Thanks again for running, for tuning in, and I'll see you in the trenches, my friend.